Welcome to the Social Chameleon Show, where it's our goal to help you learn, grow, and transform into the person you want to become. Today, I'm talking with Jessica Yarbrough. Jessica has quickly developed a reputation for being one of the best business strategists and marketing and sales consultant for entrepreneurs who want to sell high-value products and services. Jessica's a genius at showing entrepreneurs how to build an expert platform, rapidly raise their value, build their credibility online, and attract high-paying clients. She travels the world, teaching and inspiring entrepreneurs, and help and helping them grow their influence and make income and impact that they desire. Uh, this was a great fun article, uh, article, excuse me, interview with Jessica. Um, there is a little bit of choppiness in there. Sorry about that. Um, at the time of the recording, this is uh, end of April. Uh, I don't know if Zoom's a little too busy to handle the volume of calls with everybody being stuck home in quarantine. I, I do apologize for um, some of the choppiness in there. Uh, without further ado, let's listen and talk with Jessica. All right, Jessica, welcome to the Social Community Show. Thanks for finally getting out here and connecting. Uh, it's been quite a new year, I got to say that. Absolutely. Kind of crazy times, but here we are, live yeah. and kicking six feet above the ground, so we're doing all right. Definitely so, definitely so. Um, I guess we originally kind of, you know, um, had a whole different kind of maybe idea of, of this thing, but for those, I mean, they've heard the intro in the beginning here, but can we... Can we just kind of share your story real quick and kind of kind of get get up to speed on who you are, what you're up to and all those kind of things real quick here? Absolutely. So I'm a business strategist and growth expert. And really, entrepreneurs come to me when they've hit that ceiling in their income and they want to get serious about building a business that is scalable. And they come to me to help them scale and put the systems and marketing in place to help them reach uh, seven figures and beyond. <clears throat> and with that skill set and, and the kind mm -hmm. of things that are going on now, what what are you seeing that's maybe changed? What's different? How how is that working for you and, and and your clients and the people that's kind of around your circle? Yeah, you know, I think if you were in a place of struggle during a booming market, that you're probably going to be in a really bad space right now. And so it's a good time to reevaluate your business, your business model, uh, the industry. Um, that you're in and see if maybe it's time for a change. Uh, for those of um, of my clients or for entrepreneurs I know that were already thriving in a booming market, hopefully most of them have uh, a steady client base, already have their lead gen process um, dialed in. So there's changes perhaps in their ad copy or their messaging, but things haven't changed a lot for everyone that was already doing quite well in the coaching and consulting world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did see um, on your LinkedIn, um, I guess, for reference here, we're doing this April 21st. So end of April, things are, I feel like winding down a bit um, as made for context for when this does air. But I did see on your, on your LinkedIn, you know, the past few days or something like that, I see you have success stories of clients still closing yeah. deals, big uh, five figure deals. Uh, I think one I saw for $45,000 in, in this month of April, that's happening mm -hmm. when, you know, a lot of people are, are saying the, the the sky is falling. It seems your clients are still succeeding. Um, what, what, what maybe um, is still working or, or what wasn't working that's now working or something like that? What are you seeing with, with yourself or maybe your clients that sure. um, it, is helping these people still kind of thrive and even maybe even reach new heights? Well, part of it is your positioning. So if you have strong position in the marketplace, if you're seen as an expert, people are always going to need your expertise. We always need our problems solved. So uh, for those people that are 
realizing that I have built an expert business, you're still going to see continue to see stability and possibly even growth, just depending on your industry and uh, the opportunity that presents itself. For um, also depending on your ideal client, so. If you're working with people who are at a threshold of a higher income, or if you're at working with businesses that are at a, earning a you know a lot higher uh, money, a lot, lot higher revenue, then you're in a better position. So you know, follow the money. Look right. at what, who your ideal client is. If you're marketing to people who can't afford your services, then shift and market to people who can. There are plenty of industries that are doing really well right now. Yeah. We know Amazon just added or is looking to add 100,000 100, jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got companies like Zoom, uh, Otter, all these um, these tech companies that are doing quite well. Um, you will see a boom in any healthcare-related things. Mm-hmm. hospital systems, healthcare services. I mean, there's always opportunity. So it's about finding like, where does your opportunity align um, with given the current state? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard uh, tons of places, uh, food industries and farmers and stuff that just never were, they're just exploding and, and things I never even thought of that would really kind of boom. It really just has boom. Um, what are you telling the people that are struggling that maybe they're, 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 uh, their core idea of their customer was a little off or these different things maybe that were chugging along just enough to kind of make things. And now the messaging is, it, it, you know, the money is maybe a little tighter and these things are tighter. What are you telling these people to do to clean things up or um, make adjustments and stuff like that? Well, I'd first gauge like, what is your financial um, health right now? And if you need money, then you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. So if you're in a time of like, hey, I have to make money, I have to provide for my family, then you need to look at how can I create a campaign that is going to generate enough revenue to get me through the next 30, 60, 90 days. Mm-hmm. If you're good for the next 90 days, then it's it's about making those micro adjustments in your messaging and positioning so that you're, you're still staying relevant. You're still showing up as the expert, as the leader, as the, um, the person who can solve your ideal client's uh, problems. That's really the two options that you have right now. And those that are, that are in a really good place and a place of growth, um, then look at where you can make strategic alliances. Now's a great time to buy businesses. Um, now's a great time to create partnerships, alliances, anything that is strategic and can help uh, grow your business uh, faster. So there's there's a couple different areas just depending on your financial health at right now in, in this day and age. Definitely. Um, I guess the first thing that pops in my mind with that is um, how do you not stay sleazy or just a cash grab type thing? And it's like, um, and it what really in the long term really is going to affect your relationships and your your reputation and different things. How do you uh, I know it's tough when 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 money's tight and when when your back's against the wall to just you see a cash grab and you just go for it. How how are you either seeing that or coaching that and telling people, hey, listen, don't jeopardize your reputation or or whatever it is your clientele for a quick money grab. Right, right. Well, it is like a fine line. I'm I'm a big believer in that. It's absolutely fine to sell. People have to sell to serve. They have to keep pay, you know, keep the lights on. Yeah. So it's totally fine to sell right now. Um, and I saw a division really online where people who were like, "No, it's so wrong to sell. You should just 
give. And it's like, yeah, I, I get that. And, and my business model was built on giving. All I do is give, <laughs> you know, all the time, resources, articles, videos, trainings, everything free. Um, and then the people that want my actual help implementing pay. So there is a level of that, but you also need to understand that like we, our economy needs Americans to keep spending money. We need to keep money flowing through the economy. Um, and so it's, it's okay to sell. You can do it in a way that doesn't feel sleazy or icky. Um, you're going to push back no matter what you do. You cannot please everyone. If you know that you can help someone, um, you're doing a disservice not to offer them your services. Cause what are they going to do? They're going to turn around and buy from someone else who might not be as apt at helping them solve their problem. You might find that, that that sleazy person that's looking to to catch the crumbs from people that are not, you know, taking that charge and just kind of closing sales out and being the the person that's probably a better fit for them. Exactly. Yeah. Personally, um, maybe even also in your personal profession, is there anything that you've kind of seen or made adjustments that maybe was or wasn't working that is or isn't now? You know, um, I turned off my ads. I know some people said, yeah, you, now's the time. Ads are so cheap and, and, and that sort of thing. With my programs and my, my particular market, um, they're not the watch a webinar and buy a $1,000 course. So for me, it didn't really make sense to be running those right now. Um, uh, I have a high investment products with a high ROI potential, as you know, from my, mm-hmm. uh, my case studies. So I'm... It, my goal was not to get sucked into the negativity or the fear or anything else that's happening and to continue to stay congruent with my message. And uh, for me, that meant one of the adjustments I made was pausing my ads and ramping them back up as Trump needs to, to open up the union again. Um, is there things maybe that you, you thought or, or, or it seemed like that were important and must do, must have things that maybe you've taken some time and step back a little and say, you know, maybe these aren't important or maybe vice versa, things that you didn't feel were very important or very worth your time that have now become something like, well, I really was missing an opportunity here in some way. Yeah, sure. I mean, I was supposed to be running some live events. April, I had a major live event I was supposed to be running. So um, I've now dedicated that time to spending more time plugging kind of the gaps, filling the gaps and maybe some areas of my business that I knew needed addressing, but I didn't really have the time ramping up my visibility on podcast opportunities because we're all sitting around uh, where I was going to do more of those in the summer. So I am adjusting. uh, But for everybody, what I would recommend is take this time now to fix whatever is broken or isn't optimized in your business, whether that's your lead generation process, uh, top of funnel, middle of funnel, <laughs> you know, um, whether it's your follow-up, your sales, now's a great time to hire a team member if you have the cash flow to do it, to train them and get them ready. Um, there's so many opportunities during this great pause where it's like a great time to, to work on your business so that when Trump says, economy's back open and we're seeing the shift of people more money again, that you're ready for actual, actual growth as opposed to kind of just sitting around and scrolling and being afraid on, on social media. Yeah. That's something, um, when this kind of first kind of happened and I, I was thinking about this and I was going through things and, and, and something I noticed and, um, for, I guess just notice is what I can think of right now is the people that were, kind of ready and and they had kind of maybe some type of training or some type of experience or some type of uh, 
they, they practice like these for these times where they thought about and um, when, when shit hits the fan, when the economy goes down, what is our plan? When, when things were good three, two, three months ago, life was great. Everybody, I mean, it, you, you could put money somewhere and you'd be making it and, and everybody's a genius in that type of economy. But I noticed the people that had had some type of plan or had thought about, had, had done something to say, when the times are good, what are we going to do? I noticed those people were, when, when this started happening, they're like, no, no big deal. I, I'm kind of ready for this. I've thought through these things. And, and I seen that people had that mindset and they had that type of um, security a little bit are, are looking now, like, like you're saying, and it seems like you're kind of maybe one of those people that when this happened, you all, you're like, Oh, there's opportunities. Now the first thing mm-hmm. I thought of was things are cheap and money is cheap. And what can I get my hands on? That is mm-hmm. bar none. I, maybe I couldn't, or I'll be priced out of it or something like that or whatever. Are you seeing anything like that? Do you kind of, I'm kind of rambling a bit. Yes. Here. I'm trying to formulate my thoughts yeah. on here, but the, the thought you is like this default to, you, you, when shit is a fan, you never rise to your expectations. You always um, fall to your level of training. So if we're not trained for this, we don't think about right. these type of things. This is what I've seen the people that really uh, mentally had a hard time with this. Absolutely. There is so much opportunity. And for the people who are like, well, I'm not talking about going in, like when you buy companies and just taking advantage, you, you can actually save someone's livelihood yeah. when you go in there. Um, I know companies who completely like, they have a staff of employees and they don't have their marketing dialed in and you can go in there and help them uh, their email marketing generate the funds to keep them afloat while they're waiting for PPP you know I mean there's so much opportunity where you can actually serve and do it in a way that's ethical and of integrity and um, there's also a lot of business owners who are like I want out uh, you know, like this is this, I'm, I'm done. I'm nearing retirement. I want to take whatever's left in, in, you know, my 401k mutual funds and live off that. And I kind of want to go and rebuild after. So now it's a great time for the younger entrepreneurs who want to come in and say, Hey, I've got the energy you've got established. Let me see what I can do with it. And they're happy to take that investment money. What would you have any uh, advice or maybe first principles or, or key steps for people that um, are, are in this now and are looking at uh, maybe they were an employee, maybe they were in a business somehow, a family thing or, or, or a business that maybe didn't have fun in or looking to move. And now it's a time, I mean, these are the times when, when companies are built, when things are happening, you know, everybody's kind of sitting around, there's going to be new industries, new opportunities mm-hmm. that never existed before. If somebody's sitting at home now or whatever it is, and they're looking for that change, what would you kind of give them that first kind of step advice? Yeah, I mean, it depends on where you're at. So if you built something, you can look for strategic uh, alliances, actions, JV partnerships. There's, uh, you know, ways to expand into a new market um, if you have that time and energy and, and money. Um, and then for those who maybe had a job and their job has uncertainty, then now is the time to roll up your sleeves, do your research and get your side business going. You know, I'm, I teach people how to translate their skills into three consulting type businesses. You don't have to, there are so many ways to make money, uh, online, right from the company home. You can do affiliate marketing. You can do drop shipping. You can be an Amazon reseller. So like, what do you want? What kind of lifestyle do you actually want? What's important to you, including the amount of hours you want to work, whether travel is important is for me, for some people it's, it's not. And then start to build a business 
around uh, that vision and educate yourself as much as possible. Taking this time during the quarantine to do a normal amount of studying and reading and sharpening my my speak because now I have the time and I'm forced to do it. And before I was so busy. Right. And so this is the same thing, but I said, we give anybody now is a time to learn, to study, to improve yourself so that you come out ahead uh, when this is all over. What are maybe the one or two uh, common trip ups, pitfalls for someone that's just kind of starting up that you can kind of give them some, real quick, this little tip that's going to probably save them two, three months or, 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 or some money or something like that. Trying to figure everything out on your own, you know, trying to like watch a bunch of YouTube videos and grab a little piece here and there and figure out how to cobble it all together. That's not going to work. You know, I waited way too long in my journey to hire my first mentor. Wait. And if I would have just bit the bullet, I would have saved myself a year or even two years of frustration of trying to figure it out on my own. Um, so number one, don't try to figure it out on your own, get the help you need. Uh, number two, pick and, and be unattached to the perfection around it because things are going to change. You know, don't worry about, well, what about my brand name? And then what about domain? And do I need to get this copywritten? Like pick a lane, go in, you're going to learn a lot and you're going to shift and you're going to get 80% there. You know, it's working when you're making money right. to something. Keep fine-tuning, then worry about all the uh, complexity later. No, definitely. That's good. That's good advice. That really does stop a lot of people as well. Um, yes. When they hit those roadblocks, hit those barriers. Um, and, and yeah, th- that's really good stuff. Um, is there any <clears throat> any maybe uh, habits or different things that you, you've either added or taken away, kind of noticing, I mean, the time you have now and maybe the, these obligations and things that, you, you thought maybe were important that you may be realizing aren't important, anything along those lines? Oh man, I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel, and maybe you feel the same because you have, you have kids. Yeah. Like I'm so close with my daughter right now. One thing I've realized is, wow, we can actually, she, we can do the homeschooling, mm-hmm. which was kind of a surprise uh, yeah. to me and to watch her progress. Um, she's five and eating oh. alone by me, like spending more time and being that person mm-hmm. is amazing. So that's been kind of an aha moment uh, was how well she's adapted and actually thrived um, yeah. with school being closed. Uh, number two is just like having that experience of not feeling like we have to run and do the next thing. I felt like everything we were doing before, I got an entertainer here and we have memberships at everything that you can imagine. We were always just on the go. Now we're creative and we're, you know, doing, find ways to find inner home, uh, which is interesting. So all of those things have been fascinating for me from a family perspective. Um, you know, as far as everything else in my life, I still have continued to practice mindset network, continue to do uh, exercise. I live in California. We're allowed to hike and do all those yeah. things still. So not a lot of that has changed on that front, but how uh, the family and the education and entertainment, how we really don't need as much as maybe we were doing before, right? Yeah, we right. don't need all that stuff. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I, uh, I've, I've ever served something similar. Um, is this something maybe you're looking to kind of add into your schedule now and maybe um, not have to be so busy, but take these simpler things? Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of torn because... Yeah. 
you know, I, my daughter loves school and I think that there is real power in the, the, the best way for a child to learn is actually amongst their peers, right? They relate and they learn from other children. So mm-hmm. I don't want to necessarily take her out of school. Um, maybe we don't need to do as much Right. Uh, when everything opens up, but we still love our Legoland and mm-hmm. going to the swimming pool and kind of doing all those activities. Uh, one thing I will shift is I don't think I will go back to the gym. Oh. And, and because you have that kind of time period where you're driving, they're driving mm-hmm. back and working yeah. out and now I'm set up at home. So that's mm-hmm. something that can save me a lot of time from having to commute and fit it in. So for the gym uh, gyms that will be closing down, I'm afraid you'll lose half of your membership yeah. um, because people now redesigning their homes to have a gym. And that's, I mean, I did that uh, maybe two years ago. I was tired of that exact thing. Like I, and, and that would be my excuse for not going to the gym. It's like, listen, I got, you know, yep. 15 minutes there. I got to get ready. It's just 30 yep. minutes there. And in the gym, I'm there for yeah, 45 minutes, an hour. And then I got to come back home and, it's like two hours. Yeah. At least two yeah. hours of my day. And the gym was, it's a, two blocks from my house. I know. <laughs> and, and so a few years ago, I was like, you know, I'm tired of this. Like if I took this money every month that I spent and I just invested into a piece of equipment, like, let me, let me get a couple of things. And then I just slowly mm-hmm. built, built, building, building, building things. I was set up when this, this all went, went down and perfect. Um, and, and, and it kind of goes back to that thing. Like I, I, I've been thinking about a lot is, is if you're, in a position where you are kind of set up for things, you've practiced these things. I, I mean, I have, I have, I've had several conversations with people like, Oh, why aren't you worried about anything? Why aren't you scared about anything? It's like, I'm good to go. Like, like uh, I, my house is, is always stocked with stuff and it's not in a hoarder way, but in, right. in a way, in a way, um, Mark Cuban said something some years ago and I, and I took it to heart. And he's like, you know, you want to, um, you, you want to invest in these things. The best way to make 10% of your money is buy stuff on sale. That you're going to always use. And I was like, that's a genius idea. And so I started buying, you know, the things I know every three, six months, you know, all these things are just already around my house and I don't have to think about it. And they're auto ordered on Amazon, some things and, you know, on a time schedule and, and all these different things. I was like, I was just so set up for, and I I was talking with, um, I'm in a stoic philosophy group and um, by Ryan holiday. And he had asked a question about, you know, what are you guys worried and scared of? And I said, nothing. And he, you know, wrote back to me and said, I think you're missing something. I was like, I, I don't think I am. Like, I am good to go. I can stay in my house for months. I'm not worried about toilet paper because I'm stocked up. I'm not worried about laundry soap because I'm stocked up for the year. Right. And all these different types of things. I, I don't know. It's just these things I, I keep kind of coming back to. And, and, and it, I, I, I see that in the businesses too. These businesses um, that I work with too, it's like, you know, and I always try to tell people, you got to be prepared. You got to set yourself up. And the ones that kind of were and understood that, they're fine. And the ones that mm-hmm. were kind of struggling and they didn't get in, it's all oh, like, they're just good. The stock market is always going to be up. Everybody's always going to have money. And those are people that have struggled. And, and it's interesting to see. And it's also what you're sharing because I have this mindset, but it's a choice. Right. It really is. So some people are allowing themselves to go into the fear and into the drama and um, you can be objective. You can take a step back and say, you know, I'm bigger than my circumstances. In fact, you know, your circumstances don't make you, they reveal you. And right. so how you show, how you're choosing up right now, uh, count your blessings, be grateful. Uh, you know, there's a lot that you can do and be in control, which is your thoughts, emotions, and your actions, your words. So 
um, you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path. Thank you. I, I, I actually want to kind of share those things and, and stuff. And the, I think the one thing we need to all learn, I think kind of coming out of this and that sounds like some dick ass shit, but um, we, we, I think we, we've got to, you know, it, it's hard. We got to, we got to prepare and we got to look back on this and, and um, what I'm trying to, I wish I could figure out this. I, I wish I thought of this, thought about this more, but it's this, this preparedness and this, this type of, of thing where, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't quite come up with the words for it, but just looking back on this and, and, and looking and saying, what was I scared of? What was I not prepared for? And get kind of prepared for that and, and, and don't lose that kind of thing. All these things we took for granted, the, you know, hugging your friends, shaking people's hands, yeah. um, human contact, you know, being, being worried about money and different things and, and worried about supplies and business and so many things. I, I hope this doesn't kind of, um, it, I hope it's not lost on people when this is all over with. And we kind of go back to this normal type thing, which is nothing we're going to ever, we can imagine what normal is going to be anymore, but right. I hope this isn't lost on people. I think so. I think opportunity for growth and for perspective, like rethinking perspective and what's important. And, um, you know, it's a reminder, nothing has ever been like this really in our history. I mean, the modern history, I mean, we've got something like the day bubonic plague, but nothing recent. And, you know, it's a first. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem is we forget so quickly. Um, 2008, I think, was just as bad as this. Maybe we weren't stuck inside, but boy, was the world crumbling around us. Oh, yes, scale. the real estate. Yes. Right. Global scale. Is, yes. And, and then, you know, um, there there were, I mean, there are these different, you know, uh, diseases and stuff that kind of come and go. Nothing okay. nothing on the disease front is bad, but I mean, there's the, the dot-com boom not too long back, you know, a lot of yeah. people remember that. I mean, the, the oil crisis. And it's, I mean, there's all these things mm-hmm. that that's the problem is we forget them quickly. Um, right. These types of illnesses were in the, what was the 50s and 60s and stuff with the um, different types of um, Hong Kong flu and all these things. We yes. really forget about these things. You know, Ebola not too long back. What is that? Yeah. So we forget. Zika. Zika. Right? See how quickly we forget all these yeah. things? And that's the, I think that's what I'm kind of scared about a little bit is we're going to look back and that wasn't that bad. And as things in, in April here seem like in America, they're winding down and these death right. tolls aren't as what we, we had thought. And, and thank God, but right. what's going to happen I'm afraid of is, is we're going to have these people that say, I told you so, see, wasn't a big deal. Not a big deal. Wasn't everybody got wrapped up for nothing. We did all this. We lost trillions of dollars for nothing. And mm-hmm. we're going to really miss the lesson in that. And that's the sentiment I keep hearing. Oh, we've never had nothing like this before. And it's like, no, if we really think back, we have. Right. We have. And we, we have just not at this scale. Of, uh, yeah. I, well, and there are changes that happen. I mean, yeah. you know, there's got to a lot of our deserving we handle animals. So <laughs> there's really a lesson there that we've gotten yet. Yeah. Um, is there anything that that um that you're scared of and, and it's not about this necessarily but maybe things that you've um that come to light or maybe that have opened up and if so how are you thinking about that and how are you maybe dealing with it or putting in plans or measures to maybe mitigate it or maybe stop it from happening 
Yeah, I don't think there's anything I'm necessarily scared of because I try not to come into a fear space. One thing this may do is just, hey, let me make sure that all my legal docs and everything are in order. Let me do some touch points. Let me make sure he's got kind of uh, the plan uh, as a parent and all of that. So it was just more like re reevaluating um, my trust and all of those things. Um, and then obviously my, my concern will always be there, not a fear, but rather concern. I have elderly parents. I have uh, senior living center has COVID now as people, 30 people, they, 30 cases active and a couple of deaths. And so I, of course, concerns for loved ones and want to do whatever's possible to keep them safe. But I don't have a lot of fears uh, more about, Hey, let me just make sure my affairs are in order. God forbid if something did happen. And I, I would hope that every single person listening to this at time to make sure, Hey, where's everything at? Have you informed everyone? Uh, make sure that your family, your loved ones are, are informed and, and taken care of in the best way possible. Yeah, that was one thing I, I put off for many years of getting my trust and all that stuff in order. And I finally did it. And I don't know if it was November, December, and I finally got it done. I was like, I, I need to stop procrastinating and get it done. Things were kind of slow in December. Uh, and and I got it done. And I was, that's the thing I was thinking about. I was like, I'm glad I got that over with and done. And I didn't have to worry about, you know, you can't go out and see these people. You can't maybe get things notarized and all these different things that right. go into that stuff. And I'm glad I had I had already had taken care of that not very long ago. And, and uh, But those are things... Um, I think um, we think about, we each have a different scenario, different situation that mm-hmm. I, I hope you sit back and think about these things a little bit and whether, it's, especially with your businesses and, and different things um, and, and look, what, where was the shortfalls? Where did I not think of a worst case scenario? And it's not, I, I don't want it to be a uh, coming from a place of fear or, or, or that fear mongering type thing, but a real thing, like who knows what can happen? Am I ready to yeah. go as much as I can possibly think about? And then, Think about it, set it up, and then just walk away and go back to, you know, business as usual and, and get your yeah. kind of business going. Yeah. Absolutely. And hopefully, if you don't have uh, it now, maybe when the COVID's over, that you get, you know, life insurance and those things. Have order all known someone that, you know, uh, left before their time and behind without any support. So, prepare and making budget for those kinds of things. Um so they can take care of your family. Definitely. Um, is there something that most people do not know about you that would surprise them? Oh man, so much, <laughs> so <laughs> many things. I have a crazy life uh, story. Oh, there was a, I took four year hiatus uh, from the business world, backpacked all over the world. I lived South. I lived in Central America. At mm-hmm. one point I, um, I live in the Piedras Blancas National Park of Costa Rica, where uh, it's an off-the-grid retreat center, power meters, and what I had daily encounters with monkeys, uh, crocodiles, caimans, highly venomous snakes, mosquitoes, butterflies, anything you can imagine. Uh, one of the coolest uh, times and experiences in my life. That's that's awesome. I'm glad you experienced that. Uh, <laughs> I know my sister did that stuff when she was younger and stuff too. I would really encourage people, especially when you're young, you don't have kids and obligations and mortgages and all this stuff. Go out and do stuff like that. That's really, that's really good life experiences and, and stuff. 
Yep. I have amazing stories to share. So don't be afraid for the females listening get your backpack unit and uh, set on your way. <laughs> Do it. Definitely. Absolutely. Is there um, a, a book or maybe even a course or something like that that really um, has changed your life? Hmm. I, let's see. One of my favorite books would have been The Alchemist. I know it's a short read. That's an amazing journey. So I love The Alchemist. I also love uh, Power of Now and, the, and A New Earth for personal development type books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can name so many books, but those are just a couple off the top of my head that I feel like are, are profound and that every human should read. <laughs> Definitely. I, I haven't read any of those, so I think I'll have to add them to my list. I'll have to check those out. Um, where are the best people to kind of get a, get in contact with you, see what you, you got going on, maybe even enlist in some of your services? Yeah, we'll definitely check out the the links um, that I, I guess you'll include them in the show notes. And then find me on LinkedIn or on Facebook, Jessica Rowe, connect, let me know you meet on this show. And I'd love to have a station or at least have you network uh, giving lots of free trainings in my audience. So feel free to come in and consume. Absolutely. So um, one last thing here uh, on the social community show, we like to uh, have a weekly challenge to um, have our listeners implementing me an idea or a concept for me from this episode or something maybe we didn't even talk about at all. I would like you to issue this week's challenge for the listeners. Your challenge button a straight five days in a row. I want you to show up on social media and I want you to teach something, actually teach something. Uh, your and see how people respond. Perfect. Yes. Get out there. And the more we teach, the more we learn as well. And we, we reinforce the learning. So that's absolutely perfect. Thank you for that challenge. Thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to share um, with, with the listeners and audience before we kind of stepped away from here today? I, I would just say, you know, keep your head in the game, keep moving forward, hold the, the process every day, take action towards reaching your goals. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jessica. Enjoy the rest of uh, your quarantine. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and much prosperity as we move forward and through this. All right. Hey, thanks everybody for sticking around. Uh, What a great interview with Jessica. Lots of great little nuggets of wisdom in there. Uh, Hopefully some things to help you guys uh, move forward post-quarantine, post-COVID-19, fortifying your life, fortifying your business, um, making sure you're, you're ready to go, you're ready to rock and roll going forward. And if something like this were to happen again, uh, you're a little bit more prepared and, uh, to, to, to kind of weather the storm. Um, as always, check out what we got going on at the socialcommunity.show. Uh, we got giveaways and everything. Uh, in the show notes for this episode, though, too, um, there's a link to a free masterclass on how to easily close high-paying clients over the phone from Jessica. Check that out. Get in on that. Um, up your game, up your level, up, up everything you have going on. Um, this is a great time, especially coming out of, of this, um, situation, uh, that we've kind of found ourselves in here at the beginning of 2020, uh, to, to get some knowledge, get these things, get this stuff going. If this episode was a help to you, um, please consider sharing with a few of your friends and colleagues and, and whatnot. Um, you can support the show, uh, the best way possible by leaving us likes and reviews, uh, sharing it with your friends and colleagues, sharing it with your network, uh, that'd be greatly appreciated in between shows. You can connect with us, uh, Social Community Show on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, all those great places. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube if you're new here. If you like the video version or on your favorite podcast app for past episodes and links to everything we talk about here today, you can visit thesocialcommunity.show. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, keep learning, keep growing, and keep transforming to the person you want to become. Mm-hmm.